0: I'm Callie Crossley, and this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. And today, we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day with an under-the-radar twist. Where can you hear, may the wind be at your back, followed by y'all? In the month of March, there's one southern city that rivals the country's oldest St. Patrick's Day bash, yes, our own here in Boston, as one of the biggest and most prominent places to celebrate the Irish. Savannah, yes, Savannah, Georgia, has deep Irish roots that stretch back centuries, and this year it will host its 193rd St. Patrick's Day Parade. To talk about Savannah, Georgia's Irish history and its massive St. Patty's Day party, we're joined from Savannah by Joseph Marinelli, president of Visit Savannah, the city's tourism board. Hello, Joseph. Hello, Callie. How are you? I'm great. Glad to have you. And Jimmy Ray, former Grand Marshal of Savannah's St. Patrick's Day Parade. Welcome, Jimmy. Hi, Callie. So I'm going to start with you, Joseph, because it's hard to get our minds around here in Boston that you all have a huge St. Patrick's Day celebration in Savannah. How did that happen?
1: Well, Savannah has a very, very long history of uh, Irish immigrants coming to our part of the country, and we are often compared with the St. Patrick's Day celebrations in New York and Boston and Chicago and Cleveland. I'm not sure whose is the biggest or whose is the best, but I can tell you as far as the South goes, I think we win the honors there.
0: Well, you get to brag a little bit because I hear there is no space to be had during the celebration.
1: Well, we're very, very fortunate. Uh, you know, all of our fifteen thousand or so hotel rooms fill up for the weekend. Of course, St. Patrick's Day is a bit of a moving target this year. It's on a Friday, and next year it'll be on a Saturday. So, so anytime it's tied to a weekend, it's even bigger. But, uh, but it's always a big celebration for our Irish community here in town and uh, visitors from all over the world come in for it and we're proud to welcome them.
0: So Jimmy Ray was doing a little research and my research said that the Irish heritage in Savannah dates back to the 1800s, early 1900s. So here's a question. Let me put it to you in a way that I know you'll understand. How'd y'all get there?
2: (laughs) Well, it was because of Uh, Being the southernmost city in history for the colonies, when we were under the crown of England, a lot of the Irish were sent here to work, to build railroads in the 1840s and 50s and all the canals that came into the port so that the port could send out ships going back to Europe. That's how they got here.
0: But we think that Boston was really the main stopping point. You know, obviously New York was a stopping point as well. So, were some of the people just diverted south, or how did what happened? Who who ended up in Boston and who ended up going south?
2: Well, they were diverted to the south into Charleston and into Savannah because of the commerce here. You know, the Georgia and South Carolina pines and England certainly needed that, and all of the cotton for all the clothing. And the more and more people came, they started moving west from Savannah, and they needed to have transportation to get back to Savannah to board the ships. And they started building railroads and digging canals.
1: And, Callie, if you remember uh, from our textbook years uh, when we were all in school, we all read about the signs in New York and Boston of no Irish allowed. And as a result, the immigrants from County Wexford, southeastern county in Ireland, began to come southward and find the warmer weather and the sunshine and, and avoid New York and Boston.
0: That's my guest, Joseph Marinelli. He is president of Visit Savannah, the city's tourism board. So I understand now that you all have a very strong connection, Savannah does, with Wexford, and it's even gotten stronger in the last few years.
2: It goes way back. First, it was uh, through commerce, and we have a lot of Irish priests and nuns over the years that are from uh, Wexford, but then it get to be where, when they would go back to Wexford, they said, you got to go see this place. So it started into the tour business And there were people, and we have all in the history, and we have copies in the museums of all the advertisements to go to the South and visit the palm trees and the azaleas in the warm weather, along with providing commerce.
0: So, Jimmy Ray, what's the same or different about the Irish communities above and below the Mason-Dixon mine? there's no difference. We're we're
2: all one. It's just like, as far as we're concerned, we're all Americans, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you live in the North or you live in the South, we're Americans first. And those Southern people now, there's been a large matriculation of people that come here because of business over the last 125 years. And a lot of them stayed along with those that come with the military. And then later on, you may ask me, in the parade, why do we have so many Bostonians, policemen, firemen, and pipe bands come to Savannah?
0: Okay, how, why, why do you?
2: <laughs> Go well, answer that. <laughs> well, we have, a, we have a huge Army base here, the 3rd Infantry Division. Before that, it was 24th Infantry Division. Those listeners that you have that were in the military know about that. We have Hunter Army Airfield. Well, they was been stationed here forever. Well, they march in our parade every year. And then when they got out of the Army, They would go home and they would say, hey, you got to go to Savannah for St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) And that's how all the pipers, policemen and firefighters, they said, we're going to Savannah. You want to come? And they do. And they get to get a big spot in the parade with their uniforms and also the pipe bands throughout the city during the celebration in the squares, in the streets, in the restaurants. (laughs) And they love the um, hospitality we give them. And they're not that restricted. They want people to have fun.
0: So now, Jimmy Ray, you are fourth generation in Savannah. So yes. tell me about your oldest ancestor. Did he or she come because of the work there and, and then just fell in love with it, as you said, everybody else did? Well, I
2: can tell you this. My dad and I went in 1998 to visit Limerick, and mm-hmm. that's where my great-grandfather was born and raised. And they came across in the 1850s and landed in Connecticut. Well, my great-grandfather was born in 1848, And in 1862, at 14 years old, he joined the Union Army during the war. He could play the drums, and he could play a trumpet or a bugle. They put him in the Signal Corps. He came south, four major battles, wounded in the leg at 16. And then when Sherman's marched to the sea, which everybody read in their history books about coming to Savannah, they followed after Sherman went north to Columbia, South Carolina. His name was Matthias Henry Ray. He fell in love while he was stationed here in Savannah with Mary Ellen Mahoney. Mm. Well, they got married in Savannah, had seven children, and one was my grandfather. And then on my father's mother's side, his grandmother was Katie Murphy. She married a Frenchman, Charles Eugene Rousseau. He was a bridge builder in Atlanta and in Savannah. And then on my mother's side, her grandmother was Josephine Scanlon, And she married John William C., who was an insurance man. So all of them are buried here in Savannah, in the Catholic Cemetery and Bonaventure Cemetery.
0: So there is no question you are Irish. (laughs) (laughs) And and Joe might
2: not. And you know something else. Joe might not know this. My mother was half Irish, but her father, guess where they were from? Where? Sorrento, Italy. Very nice. And they came to Savannah in the 1880s. They got into the fishing industry with the finicaros and the canarellas and the russos, and those names are still here. So I've got a little bit of Italian roots myself. Wow.
0: <laughs> Good eating at your house, I'll tell you. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. <laughs> so Joseph Marinelli, president of Visit Savannah. Uh, help me pronounce the name of the committee that sponsors this, the annual is that Terra Fae. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, it's Tara Fesh. Tara Fesh okay. And mm-hmm. that's part of the committee with Savannah's Department of Cultural Affairs that helps to sponsor the annual festival of which the parade is a big part of that, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, the parade happens uh, on St. Patrick's Day morning. Uh, everything begins that morning with the mass for the Feast of St. Patrick, which always starts at 8 o'clock that morning. And it's a large mass in our uh, Cathedral of St. John the Baptist, which holds thousands of people. Once the mass is concluded and the, uh, and the parade queues up, that parade, our St. Patrick's Day parade, typically lasts about four, four and a half hours. And then after that, everybody settles in, gets a bite to eat, and then makes an evening of uh, good fun for the rest of the night.
0: I've been to Savannah, so it's not a bite. You're really eating. <laughs> if you're in Savannah, <laughs> let me just say yeah. that. <laughs> I know it's good eating there. Joseph, one of the questions I had was, how is it that this parade, this celebration, even the the size of the community and the celebration is really sort of hidden in plain sight? When we walked around, Andrea and I, my associate producer, and tell people about this, they say, What? Where? (laughs) You know, because it doesn't seem real. And in fact, I learned about how large the celebration was and the community on a visit to Savannah many years ago. And it's always stuck out in my mind. But most people don't know. How is that possible still?
1: Well, um, I think here in the South, it's very well known, um, but up North, of course, we're competing with the big cities like New York and Boston and so forth. But, you know, I think the Southern hospitality that Savannians give off all year long is one that it's part of our brand. It's part of who we are as a people and, and who we are as a destination Um uh, I think the fact that it doesn't stand out as something special is a compliment to our community because it really is the hospitality of our people and the warmth and the friendliness that we give out to visitors every single day of the year.
0: If you're just tuning in, this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. I'm Callie Crossley, and we're talking to Joseph Marinelli, you just heard him, and Jimmy Ray in Savannah, Georgia. We're talking about how Savannah has become a destination for celebrating St. Patrick's Day with its very large and enthusiastic St. Patrick's Day parade and celebration. So I'm guessing, Joseph Marinelli, you may have a story about somebody who's come the farthest to celebrate with you all during that celebration time because I'm curious about who are the people who come to be a part of it. Jimmy Ray has just told us that some of the policemen from Boston, in fact, are there, but name a few others that we might be surprised to know who are there celebrating with you.
1: Well, you know, it's always a pleasant surprise to see the number of celebrities that come in for this event, and we've seen them year after year after year. But people come from all over the country, and now, you know, it's easier than ever to come from all over the world. Aer Lingus now connects from Ireland through Boston and JFK right into Savannah via JetBlue so the number of folks that actually come from Ireland every year for the celebration continues to grow year after year after year but you know we get into conversations with people from New England all the time that visit <laughs> you know of course in March they've had just about enough winter up there and are looking for a reason to get to the sunshine and as Jimmy said the palm trees and so forth we have a lot of people that come from Chicago and even the West Coast. But we've had people here from China. You know, we have a large international university here, Savannah College of Art and Design. Love uh, SCAD. uh, Love it. Yeah. Yeah. SCAD is uh, (laughs) ten or 11,000 strong here in the community. So that brings students and families from all over the world right now that come in for school, obviously, but for the celebration. So we're very, very fortunate to have a very international visitation, but really people from all over the country come in for it.
0: Well, back to you Jimmy Ray because you are a former grand marshal and being grand marshal of the parade is a big deal and I just read that Dennis Cunahan is this year's grand marshal just been named. A lot of competition. There were six people up for that job. And his brother is parade chair. There's nothing funny going on there, right?
2: <laughs> there's no, no, there's, there's, there's no. There's nothing going on that's funny because we have we have 936 members of okay. the parade committee. And about three-quarters of those guys are eligible to vote. And we like to say we selected the Grand Marshal instead of voted for the Grand Marshal. Okay. And Dennis came to the top, and his whole family's been here for 150, 60 years.
0: Well, this is the first time two brothers have been in those positions, I-, I read. So that's something that's unusual.
2: It is. And my dad was a grand marshal here in Savannah in 1989. Uh, unfortunately, my dad's in the big parade in heaven. There's been nine father-son grand marshals. But of all the nine over all these years, The father was not alive to sash his own son, unfortunately. But everybody knows the Spirit because we were all taught by the nuns, the Sisters of Mercy, have been here since 1845. Our Catholic grammar schools and two high schools, St. Vincent's Academy for Girls, Benedictine Military School for Boys. St. Vincent's been here since 1845, never closes its doors. And all the nuns and all the nuns in the grammar schools were from 90 percent of them came from Ireland.
0: Wow. Well, I do note also that Kevin Barry's pub won the most authentic <laughs> Irish pub in the world, by the way, and also won top five Irish pubs to visit on St. Patrick's Day by ABC News. So you all just can't get any more authentic. <laughs> That's... No, it can't. And,
2: and you know, Vic Power owns. He's a, is an Irishman. He's from New York City. He's been here since 1980. And he has singers that regularly come down the eastern seaboard to play, but four or five of them come here for the week of St. Patrick's Day. And they entertain like you wouldn't believe at Kevin Barry's on famous River Street, Hmm. where all of our restaurants and nightclubs and places where you can buy clothes. and I mean, it's a beautiful setting right on the river.
1: Yeah, and last year, uh, last October, we traveled to Dublin, Ireland, for Kevin Barry's pub to win that, that award. And it is, uh, I, I believe it's uh, the finest Irish pub experience outside of Ireland. And uh, it was a great honor for, for our local Savannah entity. And uh, we've had a lot of fun with it and plan on making a very big deal out of it this year.
0: Well, I'm sure they know how to pour a Guinness correctly because you don't pour it all at once. you got to pause. I learned that. <laughs> so that's my authenticity for learning lesson this year. One last question to both of you. What would you say to somebody thinking, wow, i got to try that out? What would uh, be the thing that you want to impress upon them to make Savannah's celebration of St. Patrick's Day stand out?
2: Well, as Joe told you, with the hotel's, you got to start on the 18th of March, trying to get a room because the big hotel, all the hotels and bed and breakfast locations, out at the airport, downtown, out on I 95 comes right through Savannah area now. So it's no, it's not like you can't get here. <laughs> uh, you have to start early. You have to get your name on the on the list because they, like Joe said, they fill up quickly. Joe will probably tell you, and I might be wrong with this figure. But I know, believe it or not, in Savannah, Georgia, over 12 million people visit this city. Every year, 12 million, and that's the 12 that they know came to Savannah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Well, I think uh, I think Jimmy wants a job on our tourism team uh, <laughs> after that last pitch. So thank you, Jimmy, for that. But uh, no, you know, in all honesty, uh, getting to Savannah is easy from Boston and, and all of New England. But you know, when it, it, it all goes back to what we talked about a few minutes ago, uh, by mid March, uh, folks up north have had enough winter, and and if you're looking for some sunshine and uh, some wonderful southern hospitality and great food as you pointed out Callie (laughs) certainly Savannah has all of that and more so it's it's really a great getaway weekend for uh, for anybody that's going to come down and make a weekend out of it at St. Patrick's Day just terrific
0: well it was a delight talking to both of you and one year I'm gonna make it there for the big parade (laughs) We'll we'll save a room for you (laughs) I really appreciate it thank you so much Thank you, Kelly. Th- thank you, Kelly, for having me. Joseph Marinelli is the president of Visit Savannah, and Jimmy Ray is the former Grand Marshal of Savannah's St. Patrick's Day Parade, the second largest St. Patrick's Day Parade in the United States. Well, that's it for this edition of Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. Join us next Sunday at 6 p.m. for the stories you may have missed. In the meantime, you can find links to the stories we discussed today on the web at news.wgbh.org UTR. Listen to our show on the WGBH app or take UTR with you. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please write to us at radar at wgbh.org. Our engineer is Doug Sugarts. Andrea Asuahe is our producer. Under the Radar is a production of WGBH.